0: You are listening to the Cuss Running Podcast, or you believe that running should be whimsical and that everyone belongs. Run as you are. Today's guests on the Cuss Running Podcast are Mark and Beth Button. They are seasoned ultra runners, and they also are huge fans of the journey run. They have finished Vol State numerous years in a row, and you'll be able to see them on the side of the road in Tennessee, both at HOTS and at the Third Circle of Hell this summer. Get ready for a really fun listen. Thank you both so much for being here. I want to start out with just learning about your running, how you got into it. I'm gonna start with Beth, since there's two of you today. Beth, how did you get into running?
1: I got into running um, after about a year after our son was born. Um, I kind of suffered from some postpartum depression and um, we lived in Savannah, Georgia at the time. And I went to this lake in Savannah called Lake Mayor and I was just in my car watching people run around the lake. And they looked really happy. And I was like, <laughs> maybe they're onto something. So I hopped out of my car and I, I challenged myself to run around the lake once and I, I huffed and puffed. You know, it was about a mile, maybe about a mile or so. And I got around and I felt really good. And I was like, that, that really was like the start.
0: Oh, I love that. And how old is your son now? Um, he will be 18.
2: Well, no, nineteen. He'll be nineteen. He'll be <laughs> nineteen. He's eighteen.
0: Now. 19 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've been running a long time. What happened after that first mile?
1: Yeah. So then I decided to. Um, I um got into like a couch to half marathon um, running group through Fleet Feet in Savannah, and I trained for the half marathon, and I did the Tybee half in two thousand six, and so that was really the start. And then I did some triathlons after that, Um, but then I had kind of a close call um, on the bike at a race and I never got back on a bike again. And, (laughs) and, and, and plus I really liked the running anyway, because they had these high school students, um, you know, doing the aid stations of the running and they were so much fun. Like they just cheered and I was like, the running was the best part. So I just stuck with running.
0: So half marathon, and then did you jump up to the road marathon next or did you pivot Um, to trails?
1: Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) no, this was, this
1: was a, this was a big learning. Um, This was a big lesson for me. So I, I did, I I did two half iron triathlons. So I really like stuck to the half marathon distance, Mm -hmm. um, with running. And I told myself that I didn't think that I could run a marathon. Oh. for about, gosh, when did I do, let's see, 2016, yeah, about-, about 2016, mm-hmm. I did my first marathon. It took me that oh, long wow. to um, just finally say, well, you're not getting any younger and you might as well try. <laughs> so like, that was a big lesson. Like, you know, you can really tell yourself, "You, you can really do more than you think you can. And it took me a really long time <laughs> to figure that
0: out. <laughs> What was the first road marathon you did?
1: Uh, Chattanooga.
0: Oh, very pretty. Very pretty. Okay. So 2016 that I'm so impressed because usually, you know, people like immediately they start running and they just go zero to marathon. And even now they'll Mm -hmm. go to ultras so quick. And you Mm -hmm. really like just enjoyed a nice little pocket of running at a distance you were comfortable with and like loving,
1: yeah. Well, we had a big tra- We had a big transition because we moved from Savannah, Georgia to Culloway where we live now. Mm, okay. And it's a lot of mountains. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a lot more hills. Yes. Yeah. So there was like, I had to get used to like running in hills.
0: Got you. And so 2016 marathon, when did you step into the trail and ultra world?
1: Um, just later that year in 2016, I ran my first ultra in September. I did hullabaloo 50K. Yeah.
0: Very cool. And when at what point in time did it click over in your head that you should start doing the multi-day journey runs?
1: Um, well, Paul Heckard had told us about Vault State. He's a bad
0: influence. He's yeah, a he's bad a influence. Ter-
1: oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um he told he told us about Vall State and I really wanted to do it the first time I had heard about it, but it was probably a couple of years later before we actually did it.
0: Gotcha. Amazing. Okay. I love that. That is a long journey to like bump up the distances. I feel like that's the longest buildup that I've heard about so far. And I love that. Okay. Pivoting, Mark.
2: So I've, I've always liked more endurance activities, like throughout graduate school, I was really into bicycling and I would do hundred mile rides with friends. And um, when we moved to Savannah, I got into sea kayaking. And I would do races like the 26 to 52 mile distance and go out with friends and go around the islands and stuff. And whenever we moved to the mountains, I just didn't really have any of that anymore. So I got into backpacking for a while and oh. I, I really wasn't into running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, um, there was an opportunity to go to Disney World with our kids, and Beth really wanted to go, and I wasn't very into it. And so um, we, we had an agreement that we would go to Disney World for a week. And in exchange, she would go backpacking with me.
0: Oh, man. I
2: haven't in trying it. And so we we went and did that. And uh, anyway, it ended up getting her into backpacking. Um, but we started just kind of seeing each other's activities a bit more. And I, I kind of got interested in the running as well. On some of our backpacking trips, we we're talking about it. and then We went to um, like Colorado. We were in Leadville. So I learned a little bit about the race there when we were backpacking. And uh, 2017, I did my first 50K. And uh, yeah, I don't have quite the, the longevity. No, I don't think you did
1: 20, 2017. No, because we did Bighorn in 2017.
2: So I did my 50K the same year.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, no, that was the first year. I, my, I ran Frosty for 2017.
1: That was my first year. Oh, game. my
2: gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> so I, I jumped into it a lot quicker than Beth. <laughs>
0: What was it? Is it about the distances that attracted you all? Both, I mean, obviously, Mark, you were doing long distances on the bike beforehand. But what is it about the long distance that you know really appeals to you?
2: I I like just getting into my head. I, I like you know sort of the the time to just think and you know you're you're uncomfortable, but you you can have some pretty intense thoughts during that time, and that's that's really sort of what I enjoy most about it.
1: I I would agree with that. I would agree with with Mark with that. Um, it's, it's really, yeah, I really like kind of getting into these low moments and then pulling, pulling myself out of them and stuff. I, I, I do. It's, I don't know, maybe it's sick, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, I don't know if this is true. This is just from like Facebook's talking, but have you all done the journey runs together?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Please. So wait on the journey run, did you all ever hit the low point at the same time?
2: Yes. Yeah, that's happened. <laughs> I think okay. we have a
1: picture. <laughs> we have a picture of us at a low moment.
0: <laughs> how does that work in a dynamic of you both hitting a low moment at the same time in a journey run? Like how do you get out of it?
2: We we've learned to just stop talking to each other at times. You know, <laughs> yes. there, there's a point where it's like we just need to both be quiet for a while and and move forward and give each other some space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The first time you did ball state you both did it together
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's what was kind of your plan of attack for the race None. we
1: didn't really have one <laughs> we
2: were just, just out there to survive we didn't know what we had ourselves into
1: people talk about plans and and stuff like that and we really didn't have any plan and which was great because our first year the buses didn't show up at the start oh <laughs> So they were supposed to. We were supposed to leave at seven a.m. and um, they they didn't show up till what six p.m. We
2: were there for eleven hours, just <gasps> sitting outside talking with veterans, which was actually yeah. really valuable. Yeah, very Fally.
0: helpful. Wait. <laughs> okay, so then what time did you guys get to the start of the actual race? So we
1: because we it, it was so late by the time the buses. Um, got there that we didn't drive the course in reverse mm. you just we just hopped on route. the interstate yeah yeah gotcha
0: I think so. we
2: I think we got to the hotel by like midnight 1am and then we were up <laughs> at 4am getting ready to go again so we, we started out sleep deprived right away
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a crummy start oh it was, it was it, you know it
1: just sets the tone for the whole race yeah. you know like you just have to go with the flow
0: yeah. You know, yeah so you know at the at the beginning of all state you know you get on the ferry to get to their side right and then you come back across right mm-hmm. so the year that i did it 2014 i think um the water was too high and they wouldn't take the ferry across but they let us go stand on the boat and then we had to do like that first little stretch we had to like run up and down it a couple times to get oh, the gosh. mileage we would have got from crossing the river it was the most absurd oh, my- start <laughs> but yours is more absurd that's crazy <laughs> so on that first of all state um what sticks out to you is like one of the most memorable parts of the race besides finishing it which is so lovely
2: I remember was it Gleason that we came into with that gas station with the kid oh it
1: was McKenzie
2: McKenzie mm-hmm. um we we're still pretty early into the race McKenzie's what like 40 miles in 30 30 oh no it's no it's after Gleason, Gleason.
1: so it's past like fifty. 55
2: or so. Um, We came into this little gas station and it was kind of going into the beginning of the second day and we're really, really tired, really exhausted. And uh, we go into this gas station and um, Beth is getting some food and there's this young kid, you know, from the neighborhood who's just sitting in there and and he's like, what are y'all doing? You know? And so I told him, well, we're, we're doing this, this stupid race across Tennessee. (laughs) I wasn't (laughs) quite sure of what I got myself into at that point and and uh he's like y'all are doing it together i'm like yeah he goes i bet she talked you into it <laughs> like, yeah you nailed it <laughs> that was one memory i always had though from that that first time
1: well there was a lot of suffering during that first wall state i mean your first time it is so shocking how painful it is um and just how sleep deprived you are and like through you know, two thirds of the race. I mean, we were both just like, what in the world are we doing? <laughs> and we kept moving forward, you know, and we're just like, we are never doing this again, you know? <laughs> and then we were up like, um, you know, where Monteagle is and stuff mm-hmm. like this. and And I was like, you know, I really think I want to do this again, but I can't tell Mark because he's going to be so Uh, mad.
0: (laughs) And this is not the time to have that argument. This is not the time (laughs) on the side of the road. I had to like hold it in. I was like, (laughs) I can't tell him. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I mean, what I think I did when I first got into it, I, you know, I'm someone who like really researches, right? So like I read all the race reports, you know, I was on it. And uh, I can remember just not having any idea of how badly my feet would hurt, right? It literally feels like someone took a bat just to the bottom of your feet. And I can remember, I don't even know. I was later in the race, probably 200 miles in and I was between towns and I was just crying with like every step, just crying. If you heard, and I listened to the like Disney soundtracks and just singing them out loud to distract myself from how I was like, I look like a crazy person right now on the side of the road. And then that makes you laugh and, you know, makes you forget about your feet for two seconds. Yeah. It's amazing. The, like the, how much emotion and how much you process just putting one foot in front of another for a few days. It's crazy. Okay. So you finished fall state and how, how long did it take you that first time? Eight, eight hours eight or eight, eight days, days, ten, ten hours. hours. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's an impressive, solid finish. That's so great. So, when did you tell him that you wanted to do another one?
1: Um, I think it was before we finished. It was right before we finished. <laughs>
2: I think it was like near the top of Sand Mountain, like right okay. near the finish. I'm like, we <laughs> yeah. can't be discussing this right. <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it.
1: <laughs> I was just like, I. It is is a lot of suffering, but I really love it.
0: Yeah. So what, what was the next race after ball state?
2: Uh, like in terms of journey races or
0: either one. Yeah. Yeah. What was the next event?
2: Um, after that, I finished my first hundred miler. I ran Yeti 100. That's that was the first time I finished a hundred was after ball state.
0: (laughs) I mean, you'd had the training for it. You were ready. Yeah. I think I ran no
1: business next.
0: Yeah. Whoa. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. And and it's so beautiful out there, but also incredibly gnarly, like just incredible. The course that they have created out there. And it's just, it's a totally different beast than a Yeti 100 miler, right? Yeti 100 milers, lovely, lovely event. It's beautiful out there, but like the ups and downs they make you do. What kind of training did you do leading up to the no business? Cause that's a different ball state Yeti different.
1: Well, we're pretty lucky to live where we do. So we live only about 30 minutes from um, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Um, So I really went out there and just did loops on the weekends and, you know, did 30 mile loops. And that's pretty much what I did. Um, And I've I've run no business three times and I've finished it twice.
0: Wow. And Excellent. I'm running
1: it again this year.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. I really,
1: I really love that race. <laughs> uh,
0: Mark, do you crew her every time? Uh huh. Yep. How do you guys yeah. do being each other's crew in these situations?
1: Oh, it's, we do, it, it, we do really great crewing each other. <laughs> yeah. Like I crew him at CGG, which is Coastal Georgia Greenway
2: 155
1: and um so that like goes the entire length of the georgia coast. Oh wow. And he's done that twice and so like the first time he started in savannah and went to st mary's and then last year went st mary's to savannah. Mm-hmm. And um we do really I think we do I yeah, think we're a really good off. we we do much better crewing each other than we do trying to run them together. <laughs> what do we you think running tunnel hill together and it just <laughs> did not
0: go very well wait it didn't go well at tunnel hill that's not yeah. that bad of a race
2: no but at 76 miles we were like a couple minutes ahead of the cutoff it had been raining it was cold and we were just like the car's <laughs> right there
0: <laughs> you're like we could be done so I have never been able to talk my wife into doing an ultra yet. And she's, you know, she's been to them. She's crewed me at them. I direct them now. No, she doesn't even like trail. Running. She doesn't even like it. She's a road runner through and through.
1: He's a road runner. I like well, trail.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like more journey style, I'm not into the half marathon and marathon <laughs> distance, but I, I do like the the road more than trail just because I get frustrated just with being in lines on single track and dealing with the passing and a lot of the, the trail races I've run, you know, there's a big bottleneck and people are not able to pass. And I just, I just don't like the stress of it.
0: But you do like the stress of it.
1: Yeah. It doesn't bother me that much. (laughs) Like, I mean, it, you know, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's okay. It, it, it isn't, you know, it's short term. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it doesn't it's, last it's long. Okay. It doesn't. Like not. a
0: mile down the trail. It all yeah. goes away. It yeah. all goes away. What do you think it takes to be a good crew? Tough love. Oh, okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> What's yeah, a situation
0: I mean, where you've had to do tough love? Mark, I'll go with you.
2: At no business. <laughs> you know, I've had to just make her get up and keep moving, you know, and um, just She's called me before when she's a few miles from the aid station, just ready to drop, and you know, just trying to remind her, keep eating food, and just keep moving, and just not giving her a chance to even consider dropping.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. I, I think, I I think it's helpful because we both do it mm-hmm. that we both understand that you know when you're in these low moments. um, you know, just to not, like, it's temporary, right, and and when you're in a low moment, it doesn't seem that way, but the other person, you know, knows that it's temporary, and um, just, yeah, to just get you to keep moving, you know, I mean, we've seen, like, we've gone to races and seen people's crew, and sometimes, you know, I think that there are really great crew out there that aren't runners that do a really good job of, you know, like, no, come on, you got to get going, you know? Um, but a lot of times if they aren't like, they see this suffering, right. And here's this person that you really care about and they're just suffering. And, and, and it's so easy to just want to like, take them out of that suffering, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, sometimes it's easy to, you know, be like, Oh, okay. Yes. You know, I think you need to stop, you know, whereas, um, you so, know, I don't
2: know. so like, like one example was this year, Beth was running uh, bloody 11 W, which okay, is the yeah. race that last had come up with the course and yep. uh, other people have been putting it on for a number of years. Clay Vick is now the race director for it. Um, and she had a goal, like she knew, how quickly she wanted to do it. She was doing really well. I got a hotel room at Rogersville, because she needed yeah. to get to rest for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and got in there, she took a shower, ate something, went to sleep. An hour later I woke her up and I'm like, you need to hit the road. <laughs> she was not happy with me, but got it done and did really well. So yeah,
0: yeah. that's awesome. He was a
1: great crew. Yeah. Cause I was really suffering near Kingsport
2: Yes, and that I was, asked
1: him to go up one I'd, I'd mile. I'd go one mile time. at a time you know, but, <laughs> yeah.
2: but she ended up winning the race. I mean she she won it outright. It
0: was yeah. impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh my goodness. That's such a gnarly, Thanks. beautiful, beautiful course to be oh, it it is. Is. great yeah. job. Thank um, you. Um have you all done hots?
2: Yes. Uh we did it this quarter? past summer.
0: Oh wow. How does that uh, course compare to Fall State?
1: Well, HOTS is a different course every year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a different course every year and you don't know the course until you're driving it backwards. (laughs) Of course. So you get on the bus and you have no idea which direction you're going. You know, like we get down the road and and we're like, are we turning right or left? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um, And so like the unknown, like not knowing where you're going is really exciting um, And it's it's definitely a step up from vol mm-hmm. State. You have longer service deserts, um, mm-hmm.
0: and and you don't have elevation. the cruise support like the, the, the Road Angel support, right? Because no, no one knows.
1: Well, it depends on where you are in the pack. Mm. If you're in the front of the pack, no, because no one has any idea you're coming through. Yeah, but these days with social media. Word travels really fast. So where, when you're, where we are in the back of the pack, you know, like we had some people come out, um, give us fresh fruit, um, Gatorades, um, popsicles, um, things like that, you know? So like, but, you know, from what we've heard, like sometimes the people who are in the front don't get treated very well at all.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. We're pretty like skeptical of like, who are these people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, How are you guys going to put in for what is it called? The third circle of hell, which I'll explain really quickly because most people will not know what this is. You can only do the third circle of hell if you've done Ball State and HOTS, correct? Correct. And the third circle of hell is is last, newest concoction in East Tennessee, right? It's over in that area. And it seems awful. It seems like a really bad idea. It's almost 40,000 feet of elevation gain. Yeah. And you guys Isn't go to the top time? of frozen head tower, right? Yep. Yeah. But you all are doing it.
2: Yeah. Yep. We're signed up for that. <laughs> and we're signed up for hots again. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're doing hots again this
1: year and we're doing third circle.
0: When is the third circle of health? So I can't remember. August, August 2nd, I think. Yeah. Oh, good. It'll be nice and cool by then. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. it'd be nice and cool. You know, I saw that course come through and I actually didn't even hear about the race until Jason Green asked me about it. He's like, did you hear what Laz is doing now? And I was like, no. And there was like some elevation chart on like Twitter that I saw. Uh-huh. And then of course I joined the group and learned more about it. And I've got to tell you guys, I mean, I've done ball state. I've heard of hots. I lived in that area, Sneedville, Sir Rogersville. I would not be on the back roads. Looking like a vagrant, I would have <laughs> not be <laughs> in area. About that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> mean, that's that's like rural country that nobody goes to and nobody's mm-hmm. supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Unless you live there, you know. <laughs> How does your approach change from Fall State to Hots to now this race, which looks to have like even less support?
1: bigger packs
2: yeah <laughs> I think I definitely think have to carry more and, and be mm-hmm. prepared to cover longer stretches without any sort of support
1: but you know the nice thing is you know we're backpackers you know mm-hmm. and we really like to backpack so it's kind of a, a nice in between you know like backpacking and and you know all state or hots like we've done before
0: That's fair. That's fair. What is your favorite like journey run snack? Like if you find this over the course of the race, you're like stoked on it. I mean, everything tastes good, but
2: I get to where I struggle to eat. Nothing appeals to me. I I don't know. I'm
1: pretty happy with like crumb donuts and chocolate milk.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Solid. Yeah. Chocolate milk is my go-to. It's my Mm go-to or ice cream. If I can get like ice cream or. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's like, oh man, I love those
1: Toll House cookie ice creams oh, with yes. the, the, the chocolate chip cookies with the ice cream. I think <laughs> like I had, I think I ate two of them at it, it one stop and on hots last summer.
2: <laughs> I do so, best if we can find like a hot meal somewhere and actually sit down and eat, not just eat that, makes a,
1: that makes a huge difference. I mean, that's a huge morale boost. It's yeah. like when you can get a hot meal that yeah. does a lot of good
0: yeah I always find like if you can figure out how to brush your teeth over the course mm. of like a long like that's just the most refreshing thing that just makes oh, I me mean, yeah. you're barely showering if you like at all but if you can brush your teeth it's like the most refreshing like mental reset yeah on those types we of events
1: brushed our teeth in many a gas station bathroom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah yeah and it's lovely <laughs> yeah yeah it's You're like oh. what are you doing <laughs> when when is hot june 14th. okay I think, okay or I mid, really
2: mid-june sometime
0: yeah you just don't want to throw in ball state in there too and just do them all back to back well um so we were and i was actually in
1: ball state um and then we decided that it had been 2 years since we've been to Colorado mm. and we really wanted to go do some backpacking in Colorado so we're going to do hots mm-hmm. and then we're going to go to Colorado and do some backpacking and then we're going to come back and do third cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. Do your kids have any interest in distance running
2: at all? Um they've I mean, they've been surrounded by it for a while. So yeah. like, and not just running, but backpacking. We, mm-hmm. we dragged them the entire length of the Colorado trail back nice. in 2016. Um, nice. But uh, both of them have run up to a 50 K distance. Oh, wow. But neither one of them are that or as into it now. Our, our daughter, I know, is planning to run a half marathon. And, oh, and so is our son. They're both mm-hmm. training for half marathons right now, but I don't think they really have the interest in doing the longer stuff right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, they're are both in school too, so yeah. they're really preoccupied with that right now.
0: And you don't see a lot of long, like young people out on the journey runs. Like I, I remember the year I did Ball State; I think I was like twenty-eight or twenty-nine, and I was the youngest that's, person that, that finished. Pretty, yeah, that's right. really um, yeah. And so, like, because usually, I mean, I don't even know what the average age is, but I would guess somewhere in the fifties would be the okay, average yeah. age of so, someone doing it. So, I mean, they've got plenty of time to get yeah, into yep. it. Well, actually you know? our, our daughter did say that that she is kind of
1: interested in doing it. So she's doing study abroad this summer. So maybe in the next
2: couple summers, she'll come do Ball State. Yeah, come us. join us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to convince my nephew who, cause I did Ball State. Crude, you know, I should have done it that other way, but I'm trying to convince my nephew who crewed me during that event. He was like 14 or whatever when he crewed me, and he's oh, like wow, wow. now or something like that to come and do it because he talked so much shit during the race about how he would <laughs> do it when he was 14. He was like, you know, we'd stop at a gas station, some other ball Staters would come in and he'd be like, Oh, look at that old guy doing it. I could do this. You know, oh. so I'm trying to like con him into doing it in a couple of years with me. Cause I'm like, Oh, you said it, let's do it. Yep. It's still <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get out there. Um, do you guys have like a big dream race or a big dream, not even a race, but like a vent or trail or something that you'd like to do in the ultra space?
2: Um, we have a few things we've talked about. I mean, we've thrown the idea around of maybe one summer attempting to do the Appalachian trail of or even attempting a Transcon. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: but I don't think we've gotten very far with planning either of those things, but they are things we've discussed.
1: Yeah. We have all sorts of we have all sorts of adventures in mind. We were, <laughs> we were talking about, you know, doing state by state, you know, crossing each state, mm-hmm. you know, going from one end to the other, or we have all
0: <laughs> so
1: many ideas in so little time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What would you say to someone who's like, just discovered journey run and is thinking about doing a vol state or something like that? Well, what would advice would you have for them?
2: Um, Probably to try a, a shorter one first mm-hmm. or even just um, have a friend drop you off in a neighboring town and just make your way back, you know, mm-hmm. just taking advantage of gas stations and things along the way just to get a feel for it. I, I think one of the parts that's the most intimidating initially is just being around traffic, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. picking roads that have good shoulders and, you know, just getting out there and getting some practice before you actually try a race would be good.
1: Yeah we, we do that just around here. Like, you know, we've had our daughter drop us off in the next town and, you know, we've come home and we we've done that several times around here. And that's, it's just a ball, you know? Um, so something like that, or like Mark said, you know, like a, a shorter distance race, like a hundred miler or something like that as a journey run, mm-hmm. you know, um, something like that to get a flavor. Cause in that hundred miles that, you know, your feet start burning. You start getting that like, Oh my gosh, you know, what is this?
0: (laughs) Plenty of time
1: time
0: for soreness to go ahead and start setting in and you get through it.
1: Hey, I, I love the journey style races. Mm. I would, I would really encourage people to do it because it really is a life changing experience. I think
0: Mm, how, how
1: was it life changing for you? I think that you know. I guess I've just really struggled with my confidence. Like, I mean, it took me forever to finally run a marathon. You know, and and it was just, it was so hard. And I just, I don't know. It, it just was unbelievable that we did something that big. Um, and what I really love about it is I love meeting the people's people in the towns. Mm -hmm. Like I really enjoyed that a lot. Like go into like these little cafes or even gas stations where they serve breakfast. And there are people there that come there every morning and they'll just talk to you. And I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just so it's a, such a different perspective and you see so much when you're moving that slowly, you know, like you see everything. And, and it's like, when you drive in a car, you would miss so much, but you see so much detail in everything. When you move that slowly.
2: Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's also easy, you know, when you go out for runs, you know, a car will cut you off, honk at you or something. And you, just to feel Frustration with people, but like I find when we do these journey races, you start to recognize that you know there might be these people out there that aren't very kind, but ninety nine percent of the people out there are are great people. You know they want to hear about what you're doing, they want to offer you help, you know, and they're just it kind of gives you a different perspective of of people overall.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's kind of weird not. It's kind of weird not to like run Vol State this year because we've run it the last
2: four years, four
1: years. And it's, it's like missing a family reunion.
2: Yeah, We yeah. know a lot of people you that are on the course now. Yeah. It's
1: we you know. really love ball state. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're taking, we're not doing it this summer, but I have a feeling oh, we'll go we'll back. Be doing it the next <laughs> summer if we can get in.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know it is crazy. Like how popular it has become yeah, and how, but it's, it's funny. I mean, people drop out, I just, yeah. I can't even, I don't even know the numbers. I'm sure it's crazy how many people drop out that initially sign up and you, you see everyone getting in off the wait list and then dropping off. And it's like, if you really want to get in, you could probably get into that race because a lot of people have buyer's remorse. Yeah,
1: yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Um, I really love that you said that about just the people because it is truly, you're seeing like the best part of humanity and you're mm-hmm. also getting to like spark curiosity in people that maybe like, wouldn't ask you anything, but like, you're showing up in this very awkward environment of being like, you truly, like you look like you don't belong and they're just curious about you. And I think that's so fun that they're like, you're in entertainment for their day of just going to the gas station every day. You know, they're like, oh man, today I met these runners. They were doing this crazy thing. And it almost like, I think I would hope like spark something in them somehow. I would be curious if anyone from the Vol State course has ever come out and done it. (laughs) Do we know this? Yes.
2: So, so there's been several. In fact, uh, a number yes. of years ago, um, we were going, I can't even remember the name of the town anymore. Was it Lexington? Where Steve Meyer just passed Lexington. Uh, we see all these signs for, you know, go Steve know and everything. And, and we get to uh, the elementary school and the principal at the elementary school that year was running Ball State.
0: I love and, that um, so much.
2: And ever since then, he's kind of set up a little aid station outside the elementary school every year. And, you know, he comes out and talks to us e- each year. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. And, so and
1: actually this year, when you look at the entrance list, there are people from like Lexington and Hohenwald and um, Hampshire and like all these towns that Ball State goes through, you know, because <laughs> I'm sure every year they see you know, runners come through and, and it's true people like just, they're so surprised that people that this, the even exists, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I think it, it piques people's curiosity about it and, um, you know, kind of like introduces to things that, you know, they just never even knew existed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think what is it like one person in the world runs a marathon. And usually the marathon is seen at like the utmost capacity. I don't know. I've always heard that stat. Don't quote me on it, though. I may have to (laughs) made it (laughs) up. 1% of the world runs a marathon. So most people think like that's the furthest distance anybody ever runs. And then when people learn about ultra running, it truly blows people's minds. They're like, you do what? For how long?
2: Uh You know, and
0: then even for us that know about these long distance races, you know, then I hear of something like, what is it called? The transcendental 3100 in New York where they yeah, run I mean. 3,100 miles around like one block for like a <laughs> yeah. whole month in the summer or something crazy. Like you hear about that and you're like, oh, I could do 314, but 3,100 <laughs> is a stretch, guys. <laughs> Yeah. That is a stretch. And so I think it's always like, it's like you don't know what the boundaries are sometimes. And then you all come along, you're like, oh, you can run more than a 5K. You can run 314, you know? It like mm-hmm. makes you know, like you've not peaked. There's always some new challenge or something new to like push yourself towards. So I think that's cool. I love that people from the course came and run it. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So <laughs> much, so much fun. So are those your, bit? like your guys are just doing those races or are we? Wait, 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 you have like a million races. Hold up. We're doing hots. We're doing the third circle of hell. And then you're doing no business again. Right, Beth? Mm-hmm. What else yeah. are you registered for?
1: I'm registered for Rim to River. Oh okay cool. And a Charleston 100. Okay, you're very busy.
0: Very yeah. busy. <laughs> yeah. What does your training look like cuz I'm curious, you know, I think nice. of Karen Jackson, right? And she runs like a million ultras all the time, mm-hmm. right? And but doesn't mm-hmm. seem to run a lot in between races from what I see. So I'm curious like what does your training look like at this point in time?
1: Well, um, you know, it's interesting cuz I said that, you know, when I had trained for no business i went to um the smokies and did loops around there and i i really loved it i mean i just it was just i was really happy um doing it and then i wanted to run um i wanted to run hellbender and we were set to run hellbender and covid hit mm. and i was in like the best shape of my life <laughs> and that really um I think, you know, COVID really took like a toll, um, on my running and stuff. Um, and then I tried, um, getting into, cause I just wasn't, I don't know, I was really struggling with running. So I thought I would try getting a coach and doing it that way and, um, had a great coach and, you know, at first I, I liked, you know, the scheduled runs and things like that, um, but I don't know. I, it just wasn't quite, I don't know. I was struggling with COVID and I just didn't find the joy. I wasn't Mm -hmm. experiencing the joy that I had pre COVID, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of this was just COVID isolation and stuff like that. And, um, and I was injured. I mean, it just was like, ugly, (laughs) not a fun time. (laughs) Um, you know, when you're injured and sidelined, like it's just not fun, you know? And, um, and so now I just have like, I really have been struggling to, I really wanted to find the joy in running again. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do what I used to do and I'm just going to go out and I'm going to run on these trails. And so now I just go Back to the Smokies, and I just run the same loops, sounds- <laughs> and 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 I love it. Like I've actually felt that just overwhelming joy in your heart, and you just can't even, you know, you just feel so overwhelmed. Like I finally felt that again, and yeah. I it had been so long since I had felt that. Yeah, so I love that's that. my training. I just <laughs> just finding the joy the trails. Yes, that's what it is. It's all about the joy. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Mark? It's a like? journey and not the finish. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, so, so at the moment I'm injured, so I'm not doing a oh, whole lot. Um, sorry. but, um, in general, I just try to keep my weekly mileage up, like mm-hmm. ideally like 30 to 40 miles a week. And a lot of it's walking with some running mixed in, but I focus for a lot of the races I do. I focus on being able to walk really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I can maintain when, when I'm, better trained than I am now, I can maintain, you know, 14, 15 minute miles pretty consistently. And so that's, that's really the only reason I think I finish most of the races that I run. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely a back of the packer. I'm coming in like right in that last you know hour of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally different styles. I think that's why running together is, is very difficult (laughs) because I, I start slow, but I just kind of maintain it like slow Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. He goes out really, really
0: fast.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I go out fast. I blow up. I just sort of like death march for a while. And then I panic run at the end.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, nice. Solid strategy. Solid strategy. (laughs) Totally works for him. It's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny when I was training for Ball State, I really focused on my walking speed because I am not a front, I'm a back of the packer runner. I can only run so much faster. I was like, but let me really focus on walking. And so I've got my walking pace down to a 14 minute mile. And I've just kept that. That is just like my natural cadence in walking now. And let me tell you, it, it drives my wife insane. She's like, why are you walking so fast? And I'm like, I don't know. This is just how I walk now. I don't know what to tell you. This is just what I do. And she's like, you know, I don't even mean to, we're talking and walking. I'm maybe like pushing the stroller and I'm like 10 feet of her. Next time I check and I'm like, I didn't even mean to do it. And she's like huffing and puffing. She's like, slow down. <laughs> That's great. Oh yeah. 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 It stays with you forever. It stays that with you That is a solid, solid strategy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate you both coming on the podcast and just being such a good vibe. I mean, Joe, my friend just had such positive things to say about you. And as soon as I heard that you were journey runners, I was like, oh, these are my people. I need to chat with them and <laughs> see what's up with them. Absolutely. I appreciate well, you all coming really on. You yeah, know. I'm going to be fun. following you during Ball State. I follow it every year. So I'll be checking in just, and I definitely will be following you during the third circle of hell. Like I will just be glued, like refreshing, you know, my feed to see what's happening with all of you out on the streets. The the exciting
1: thing is, is that we're going to be having our 22nd wedding anniversary during third circle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What a way to celebrate. What a metaphor. What a metaphor guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing and wonderful. Oh my goodness. I love this. You're like, you know, ultra running couple dreams right now. Like this is what people (laughs) want to find. I know a lot of people are always like, Oh man, I just want to find somebody who loves to do ultras and like, do this, and I'm like, okay, you can do it. You just have to like go to ultras, you know. You gotta meet them there, you know. You just gotta show up. You know, it's funny, but thank you both so much for being so lovely. I appreciate you. I hope you have a lovely evening and just a wonderful year of racing.
1: Oh, oh thank you. It's great talking with you. Yeah, this is fun.